Hey everybody, uh, welcome to a new episode of Manatown. Let's get into the first one with some introductions. Hi everybody, I'm Rachel. You can find me on YouTube at Cowardly Lioness, on TikTok and OnlyFans at Lion After Dark, and everywhere else at Rachel A. Lawhead. I'm playing Serafina Castellan, our half-demon lounge singer femme fatale. Hey guys, I'm Joy. Um, I'm the founder and admin over at D&Dames. Dames. We're a group of female identifying and non-binary individuals who get together, talk uh, TTRPGs and D&D. We have a Facebook group. You can find us at facebook.com backslash groups backslash D, the letter, N, the letter, and then Dames, D-A-M-E-S. You can find us on Discord by searching the same thing. We also have an all-gender server, so if what I said before does not... Um, describe you you're also welcome on our dames and games server on both of those discord servers we organize uh like actual play games so you're welcome to come over and play a game with us we have people all over the world so i'm sure we could find somebody that's hosting a game somewhere near you i play millie bradshaw who is a oversized garden gnome with aspirations to be a writer slash journalist one day and that's about it. Hi, I'm Megan. You can follow me on Instagram at Megan E. Peugeot and Twitter at Megan Pigs. I have a podcast called Human, where smart people talk about what it means to be human. You can find the link in the bios. I play Betty Smith. She is a human sort of private eye detective, or at least trying to be. And she's just trying to figure out how to be useful in this place where she really does not belong. Hi, I'm Ashton, and uh, I'm on Twitter at Popsicle underscore Mike, and on Instagram at Ashton underscore unofficial. I do Twitch streams. Uh, also, I do a mask uh, podcast um, where I play a superhero, and that is on Apon Plays. So you can go over there and check it out. The second to last episode just came out today. Anyway, I'm playing Auntie Daphne, who is an elf, um, and she has a age. That's it. Hey everybody, I'm Mary-Kate Mead. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at nerdonwheels15. I'm usually chatting about disability, TTRPGs, and everything in between. You can also catch me on a show called Raven's Roost Radio. It's on podcasts and it's all about college students dealing with the supernatural while managing their grades. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Go check it out. Uh, tonight, I'm playing Clarice Rossi, elf mob boss's daughter and... She's not in a good place right now. She's a fragile little girl, okay? She, she's doing her best. This is where I tell our live audience how to get involved in the game directly. But you're listening on the podcast. If you want to be part of the story, come visit us at twitch.tv slash roleplayslot. But if that isn't for you, then the best thing you can do to help out is please rate and review the show wherever it is that you listen. It's the best way to help others find the show, short of directly telling your friends. Which wouldn't be the worst thing either. Anyways, back to the show. Last week, Millie went to the big fight and then took her husband home. Everyone else did something else. They went to Willie's clinic. Paparazzi is awake again, but he can no longer speak. That's the price of the spell that Clarice made. He should have known this, but it's finally sunk in for Carlos that his mother has died. He's freaking out outside. Paparazzi is just straight up pissed that Clarice is here. She was supposed to be hiding at Daphne's. 
Clarice is currently hiding in the bathroom, which means now we open on the ashes of the Rossi estate. There's a loud crack as Clarice appears in the treehouse of a nearby tree. Everyone in the clinic hears this thunderous clap as well coming from the bathroom. She did not! Betty's just gonna knock on the door because she was standing guard there. I'm gonna go ahead and Uh, push past you if possible and just like... Someone's coming in. I assume she is not here. The bathroom is scorched and smells like sulfur. There are literal black scorch marks on the ground as well as Clarice's shadow is projected on all four walls. Oh, God, this is going to be like a whole thing. Like, this is going to be my whole day now. Okay. What happened? Yeah. I assume she teleported somewhere. Okay. Okay, this is fine. This is fine. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to get in the car. I'm gonna go find. I'm. I'm gonna go get her. Does anyone have? Do we actually? Do we have Millie's contacts info? Betty's supposed uh, to meet her tomorrow at a coffee shop. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay. Also, he's a bookie, so probably someone there. Like he works for somebody there. Oh yep. yeah. Oh right, right, right. Okay. I think Rory has Bernie's contact information, but no, I don't think we have Millie's. Okay, it's fine. We will deal with it. Tomorrow. Do you want us to come with you? We were. Yes, please. Okay, great. Please come with me. Betty, are you in? Uh, yeah, 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 sure. Oh, gosh. Okay, we just need tomorrow. Whoever sees Millie or gets into contact with Millie first. Clarice. Yeah, everybody has looks died. <laughs> sure. She is dead. Great. She was in the mansion during the fire. Great. Sounds good. And if you say anything different to anyone, I will have my spider eat your face. Sure, sure. Death and destruction. Got it. I like I my face. I would prefer that not to happen. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll pass the message along. Okay, well. So I'm assuming that little gnome's article shouldn't happen. No, I. No, it should. To be fair, I did try to tell her as much. Um, but I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll go over that again tomorrow morning. When you go out to the alley, you open the door to your car there. One of the boys probably jazz out with his hands on his head. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Carlos has been hit by the car. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, this is so bad. Okay. Not. Horribly, but he's definitely unconscious. Daphne, I think you should reassess the driving capabilities of your boys. Yes, yes, this is just not my day, is it? Okay. Anyone good at healing? I, me, okay, I I will do that. I, okay. I'm not too good once they're unconscious. He was on the ground. He, He wasn't standing. People in the road should stand. They should, and if this ever happens with someone who is not a member of the family, then you do have the freedom to do what you just did. Alright, two successes. You can heal him and you can do it quickly. Yes. I would very much like that. In the meantime, everyone else, please get in the car. Carlos regains consciousness on the ground. (gasps) 
What just happened? They didn't run accident. They just drove away. Are you all well, right? I mean, they think I got hit by a car. You yes, did. you did. Probably. But you're fine. Like I'm going to go check on my dad. Yes, definitely. And just remember, Auntie Daphne saved you. He okay, starts let's go, let's go. Uh, walking, dragging one foot behind him into the pharmacy. All right. You guys get in the car. What do you want to do? I'm going to tell Bebop and Jazz to go to the Rossi house. Can anyone else drive? Well, if you guys want, if anyone else wants to, I'm open to it. I don't know if Serafina can drive. I mean, she grew up in the city. I don't think she had to. So, mm-hmm. I mean, my license I is feel like definitely expired. Daddy could drive. She grew up in the country. You have to know how to drive out there in the real world. Great. Yeah. Show us. Show us that great country driving. Give me a move check. Two. Two success. All right, you do it. He's a great driver, drive. guys. Like, you're not doing anything too crazy right now. Uh, so you can do a basic success and you can do it with style. You're good. Uh, the question, however, is Daphne, your car doesn't seat a lot of people. It would probably typically seat four. What are you doing with the boys? We can do some lap sitting, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Let's all sit on each other's laps. I mean, on the boys' laps, because they definitely no. are going to need their own seats. That sounds like a good plan for you all. Stay you need to drive, yes. Yeah. I guess Daphne and Daphne and Serafina sit on Bebop and Jazz's Yeah. Honestly, here's the thing. If it seats four, technically you can sit in the front and I can just lounge out on the oh, back. Yeah. Use your boys as seatbelts. Speaking of seatbelts and safety, as... You're getting ready to start the car, but you do hear from behind you, oh, hold on! And you feel something going on top of your head. It's one of their driver's caps. Did you? Let's just go where we're going. This has been a very long night. Uh, That was actually good, because now people know that you're a driver. Yeah, that's what'll tip them off. Auntie Daphne, should we give her the gloves? Do you want the gloves? It's very... It, it makes it better to grip the steering Only wheel, I think. if you want me to use them to smack you in the face. We are going. We cut to Clarice in her childhood treehouse. It hasn't really been touched by the fire, but there is a good bit of ash and soot that blew in from the flames as it overlooks the embers of her form. I think Clarice is just kind of going to look around and she doesn't think there'll be anything there, but Ronan and her used to pass messages here. So just try to look for something, anything that could be slightly comforting during this giant panic attack she's having. In the treehouse? Okay. She's not leaving the treehouse. Like, okay. She's just, just not. Give me an investigate. One success. With one success, you go to a spot that when the two of you were like maybe 10 or 11 was like a hiding spot. You know, it's not really under the floorboards because under the floorboards is a 10 foot drop to the ground in a treehouse, but more like a wooden box in the corner. That's the same wood. There is not currently a lock on that box. That's weird. I'm going to kind of peek. You find an empty metal can that says turpentine on it. 
I think she's just kind of kind of sit probably on the box and just she's not crying loud but she's trying to find paper or something to leave him a message or something because she doesn't know how to talk about her feelings at all but she writes them and he's the only one other than Carlo then Carlo's not really big fan of her at the moment uh, there isn't like a stack of stationery or anything but you guys do have you know tear outs from magazines and maybe even pictures you guys had drawn and plans for adventures and things to do when you get older and stuff on the walls. You can tear one of those down. Yeah, I'll pull one. I'm assuming I have like my purse on me and things. I usually keep a pen. I'm gonna write down, uh, hey, everything is so wrong right now and I think everyone hates me and I I don't know what to do anymore. I, I'm so alone and yet not remember that time we wander on away and just not look back. God, I wish I would have taken you up on that offer. But look, if anything happens, let me know, okay? I just, I, I can't lose you two. All right. Is there anything you do with this letter when you're done? I'm going to kind of put it in the hiding spot. Okay. At this point, you hear the revving of the V-12. And the headlights of Aunt Daphne's car. Probably coming up the long drive. I think she's just going to hide. I don't think she's thinking clearly. She doesn't really want to go back. Give me a stealth check with one extra dice. Two successes. That'll be the thing to beat. You three pull up. The house. I mean, the Rossi estate is like on an acre, big long driveway. The gates are actually still open from when everybody rushed out of here. I'm instantly searching for Clarice or anyone who is not Clarice. Give me an investigate. Does anyone anyone want to take the lead on that one? So one help from each of them. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, there we go. That's four successes. <gasps> wow. You're going to realize a few things. Looking around, you're going to see where Papa was drug out of the building. Pretty big area. All that stuff. You see the tire marks from the cars. You catch a glimpse of Clarice's silhouette up in a nearby treehouse. You can see. But you also notice footprints coming out of the ash, heading from the back of the house out towards the woods. I think I see our damsel up in that treehouse, and also see some footsteps leading out the back to the woods. That might be our perpetrator of this arson. Either that or someone escaped. I'm just gonna get out of the car and I would just like to walk to the treehouse and just stand underneath it. Hands on hips. I think she'll climb down just kind of resigned to her fate and is going to find little acts of defiance as she goes. Just a resolve. She's not in a good place. Okay. Well. Into the car. From now on, are you we... are dead. That's 
that's not in punishment. That's just, we have to tell everyone that you're dead. But also a little bit in punishment, if you want to believe that. Glad you stayed alive. I'm going to go. Yes, me too. Um, great. So are we going to the other one? Should we investigate these footprints? Should we have the car follow? What do you say? What say you, our little private eye? Um, maybe get uh, Clarice out of the area before we do anything else. Um, I mean, I follow some of it tonight, but it might be good to try to figure out what we can and come back in the morning. Understood. Do you guys have do you need a ride? Should I just oh, uh, take her and go? I, you know, I, 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 I can find my way back. I got a, a couple stops to make on the way, so I'm, I'm good. I should be fine. Okay, great. Fantastic. I am going to make either Bebop or Jazz drive because um, I don't drive. Daphne, Clarice, Bebop and Jazz drive off. What are Serafina and Betty doing? Serafina turns to Betty, goes, lead the way, detective. Well, we're doing this now, sure. I mean, but we don't have to follow them, but I would personally fall. at least like to at least yeah, investigate no, the footprints. Of, of course, yeah, yeah. I yeah. shouldn't. We, you we, seem new at this. Potentially well, looking at the shoe size, see the no. kind of shoes, any ident- maybe they left something behind. Lead the way. Okay, so you guys uh, follow the footprints. Can I? Can we investigate them? Like yes. I don't, I don't necessarily want to follow them, but okay. I definitely want to investigate them yeah, and yeah, see yeah, if we can yeah. gain yeah. any clues or anything from them. Yeah. Yes. Give me yes. a comprehend. Oh, because you know where they are. You're now deciphering information. There. Sure, sure, sure. No, how about you? <laughs> can I? Can I try to comprehend? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, we're about to sleep, so I'll push. Like, fuck yeah. it. Yes, yes, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, if you want to push. Fuck it. Let's make things interesting. Mother. No. God. I'm rolling eight dice, and I can't get shit. I'm rolling six. Souls are getting shit. <laughs> but four for driving, I can get two successes. Sometimes that's how it goes. I'll be exhausted. Yeah. Betty's upset. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you push also, Betty? Yes, I did. And we also, oh, neither of us got anything. All right. Um, can we, I know we failed this. You can tell me no. Can we take like a sketch of it? Because I'm scared that tomorrow the footprints are going to be gone. You're not really going to be able to get a sketch because both of you guys failed while doing that. But there was one piece of information you're going to get regardless. Okay. The footprints are barefoot. That would be no. just instantly noticeable. <laughs> Yeah. Compared to shoes. Like, no check. Okay. And they seem to be leading into the woods. They come out from the back of the house and they're leading into the forest. You know, maybe we should just come back tomorrow. Try again. It's, it's dark. It's a little foggy near the woods. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to... Yeah. We'll come back in the morning and try sounds, again. I'm not necessarily the best at sneaking around. So I think yeah. that sounds like a good plan. Great. This doesn't hide very well. We cut to... Millie, what's the scene? Like, calm. You know, everyone is able to move all limbs. We're post, you know. You know, just like, kind of pillow talk moment. That's all. Maybe 
That was a good one. I think I'm feeling good about it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling real good. No, I think it might be the way. I don't know. It seems like... I don't know. I feel like we tried everything, you know? So maybe this will be... I don't know, Bernie. That makes me so sad. Why does it make I you know. sad? It was your idea. I know, Bernie. And I don't want to cry because I know it ruins the moment. It's I okay. Just, it's okay, Millie. It's okay. You know, I, I was shedding some tears man. during, so it's okay. You're a good man, Bernie, and I would just love to have a little Bernie, you know, like a little Bernie that looks just like you, that's so tiny, and I could hold him in my hands. You know what, Millie? Next time, maybe we just try my tag drawer. The next morning. I would like to have uh, woken up early, only because I would like to get to my typewriter, and I type up a little article. Little something something. About which adventure? About the fire. And I would like to type two copies of it. Actually, I guess uh one important thing is what is the Clarice living situation with Daphne this night? I assume I have a bunch of spare rooms. Or just a good amount of spare rooms upstairs. And would like to just put her in one. And just say, please do not teleport away. We will figure it all out in the morning. Promise? Great. Fantastic. Do you have a record player? Yes, of course I have a record player. Who do you think I am? Can I have it? I just don't like it quiet. Yeah. uh, I signal for Bebop and Jazz to bring in a record player. I'm sure I have more than one. (laughs) Yeah, they just carry it. Yeah. Great. Anything else? No. Okay. Fantastic. I hope to see you here in the morning, and if I don't, you will actually be dead. I love you very much. Good night. I'll have one of one of the boys just kind of stand outside the door. Oh, that's fine. Jazz is currently thinking he's supposed to be furniture to hold the record player. So you... drop it. Put it down. As you say that, he immediately looks at Aunt Daphne. Like yes, is that what gently. I'm... Yes. Yes. Onto the floor. Good job. Good job. Backing away. Before I go to bed, Ronan and I did stupid shit when we were little. And we would do little light signals. So I'm going to put a light signal just in case. Okay. You can do that. And I'll play the record because I hate it when it's quiet. So and then I'll go to bed. But then I'll probably okay. wake up really early because I don't know how to sleep in. Betty, what are you doing it would be early in the morning is the more practical time to do this. Go to like a grocery store, a place that sells food, wares, just like get some, get some groceries, mm. get some, get some good, good stuff and try to like Got sneak now. into the, exactly, sneak into the apartment before Sally wakes up, stock the fridge, cook like a really nice breakfast. And just leave it out on the table with like a wad of cash and a note that says for all the rent. And then just like slip back out the door and go head early to uh, scope out the coffee shop where I'm going to be meeting up with Millie and just make sure it doesn't look like anyone else. Before you head out, give me a sneak check. One success means you get in with the groceries. Two successes means you also get the meal prepared without waking up. I mean, that is fair. That's a lot of noise. Yeah. In a one-room apartment. <laughs> oh, that's two. I forgot that's what that means. This one has a little sign. Uh, uh, two. So with two successes, 
you get that, you leaving will be what wakes her up. So there's this moment of she wakes up and like bolts out of the bedroom holding a baseball bat, sees the meal, great, then sees the money. And it's just like, well, this is the opposite of being robbed and puts the bat down. All right, what does Clarice do waking up early in the morning before we cut to the coffee shop? Uh, she's gonna... Is there a closet with a door? I'm going to get out. I'm assuming there's, like, stationery or whatever here. Yeah, here? Yeah. I'm making a murder board. I am setting up everything I know in the closet. Put clothes so it's, like, covering it up or whatever. Whatever clothes is left in the closet. With that, we cut coffee shop on my way there millie has decided against the trench coat today she's in more like a rain jacket it's a dark color okay it's not yellow no it's dark color like a like a navy it's got a hood she puts the hood up and uh she does a little swing by manitown times and she's just gonna like Kinda look around and she's gonna try very hard to like just sneak one of the copies under the door. Like she's not gonna go in. She just wants to like slip it under the door as she walks by. Give me a move check. One of okay. two. Good first roll of the day. Yeah. You you slide it in under the door that has a shoot for submissions. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> She thinks that that's the best spot. And then I'm going to go and meet uh, Betty at the coffee shop. She's like walking around like she's trying to be incognito, but it might be a little, like a little obvious that she's trying to be incognito, you know. The local coffee shop is called Unky Brewsters. It's run by some dwarves. As I walk in, I'm going to look around and see if I see Betty anywhere. Betty, Betty's been outside just kind of like casing the place. So I think she definitely walks Millie just like walk right past her into the door with the hood up <sighs> and follows in. You know, part of trying to look inconspicuous means. Jesus, oh look- my God, you came out of nowhere. I really didn't. You uh, snuck right up on me. Sure. Uh, should we sit? I think so. I think I need to sit now. Whew. My heart is going dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, the, so, you you remember what we talked about last night, right? Right. That I should bring. Um, let you look through it. You've got very good eyes, and I was going to write an article. You were going to read it. Just make sure it's all good. I mean, the part where I said we probably shouldn't write anything. Well, after you left, uh, yeah, we decided that we're not going to say anything and if anything is said the only thing that is said is that everyone is dead including Clarice well I think you're gonna like this and uh, she hands over an article to Betty for immediate release Rossi family home left in ashes after accidental cigar fire 
In an unfortunate turn of events, the Rossi estate burned to the ground late last night. The estate has been a historical staple of the Manitown area for the last several generations. Sitting on two acres of natural land, the estate was built by the original Rossi family after they came to New Nick City. The investigation is still ongoing, but it has been presumed that a cigar was left unattended and set flame to the family's Persian rug collection sometime after 10 p.m. last night. Tragically, there have not been any confirmed survivors of the flames. The loss of one of the founding families of Manitown is a shock to everyone in New Nick City. Further details for paying respects will be reported as they are confirmed. May Elm Sarah be with the friends and any remaining relatives of the Rossi household. Lady B, mysterious journalist. How do you feel about that? It's like exactly what you said. I mean, I'm still personally of the mind that no news is better, but th- th- this this is fine. This will this will do. No news is ideal, but controlled news. That's how we, we should play this. I'm telling you, I have read a lot of mystery novels. I'm sure that you have. There's always a nosy journalist who is getting in the way and getting in the way of everybody's plans. And the problem is you don't want a nosy journalist. You want a journalist who is on your side. Yeah, I think right now you're filling both of those roles and maybe more so the former than the latter. I don't think I look very formal today at all. I Oh, all right. Uh, so we... Um, d- d- we, we took a look around to try uh, to, to see what we could get. It, it, it was very dark, very late. Um, She's uh, taking notes. That I, I mean, it was the nighttime. I was just sure. All right. Um, Looked around. Didn't see much. You know, before we um, say anything else, talk about anything else, we should maybe meet up with the others. This isn't the best place to have this conversation. Right, and I think it's good that we make sure we're all on the same page, kind of make sure we're controlling the news. Sure. Uh, art. This is so exciting. Uh-huh. Yep, that's the word I would use to describe the death of an entire family. Uh, let's... How did it feel being like with all of them? They seem like very fancy people. It seemed sad and incredibly awkward to be there in this deep time of family mourning. Oh, I see. Auntie Daphne must have been crying, right? She was probably in tears, really beat up. You know what? Let's go. I think um, we said we were going to meet them pretty early, so uh, a professional never keeps their clients waiting, so we should uh, get over there. I really like you. Okay, all right. You are certainly the most interesting business partner I have ever had. You wake up at about 8 a.m. to knocking on your door. I'm assuming I got home late. Oh, yeah. I do the same trick. Stand to the side of my door, flip open my mirror, try to see who's in the people. Athenia opened the door. Come on, I heard the club closed early. You should have got plenty of sleep. What do you want, Serval? Hey, I'm not going to have a meeting through a door. Oh, I'm sorry. Would you like to burn it down? No. I own this property. That'd be stupid. I haven't gotten new insurance. I open the door. 
but like block the entrance into the apartment with my body. Like, well, that certainly hadn't stopped you and perhaps didn't stop you last night. Hey, what you playing at? I'm just here to make sure you're doing this whole Johnny Law thing I asked you to deal with. Johnny Law is an absolute trash can. He's fine. Well, if he's an absolute trash can, then it'll be easy to find something real dirty on him. Or you could just leave him alone and you just tell him we're not committing That's crimes not your and he won't bother us. He gets real oh, close. Who are you reporting to, Serval? Your hey. boss is dead. Give me a manipulate with two extra dice. Will do. Four successes. Wow. That blows apart his two. Hey, whoa. I'm supposed to know that yet, okay? Oh, did you not know? Oh, am I more in the loop than you were? That's not oh, surprising. I'm not supposed to know that yet. Yes, of course. The remaining family has been informed. That is not for Remaining family about. seems a little bit suspicious that you're one of the remaining. F- and you weren't at poker la- night last night. Who not tipped the you whole off? time. I'm a busy guy. Yeah, busy doing something behind your family's back. No, busy doing work for the family. Okay. Work but for the if family. You can't, if you can't do the jobs for the family either, I mean, I'm not going to say who's going to be in I charge. I didn't say I couldn't do the job for the family. Okay. I you... found out dirt on Don- Johnny Law. Now I just need to plant dirt. Then we're settled. Just get the job done. Okay? Are we? What were you doing last night? That's none of your business. That's my business. It's family business. And your name does not end in Rossi. No, it doesn't. You smell like turpentine, Zerval. Broke my lighter. Seems like an awfully good excuse. Same with, oh, I just happened to not be at poker night, the night that my family's estate burned down. Who tipped you off? Give me a bravery check. Great. Uh, One success. Oh, you're fine. He got zero successes. Great. He's going to attempt to shove you back. As he gets right up in your face. Yeah, some people died last night. And that means there's going to be shoes to fill. And your friend, Serval, is going to be moving up the ranks. Or is it going to be your problem, Serval, moving up the ranks? Since when have you ever been my friend? You've only ever been my problem. And looks like... The name Rossi doesn't carry as much power as it used to. That's fine. The Rossi's have So friends. maybe I'll be moving up higher than you will. Better watch your mouth. Okay? We still have friends, and there's still enough of us to matter. All right. Wills exist for a reason. When all this shit settles, I hope you'll remember your place, Sarah. And he'll begin to leave. You should watch your back. I hear that flames are catching. That's what I pay people underneath me for, Sarah. As he's heading down the hall. When he is out of sight and like out of earshot, I lean back against my door because I am both scared and upset. And I pack up my stuff and then I head over to wherever Rory's apartment is. Rory! has debts being a jazz pianist doesn't pay great he lives in a hole in a wall literally rory's place is 
part of essentially kind of uh, most who aren't in the know would call it a dwarven apartment, but it's more like a hobbit hole of just there is a brick wall down by the railroad tracks with multiple like iron round doors that look almost like sewer grates, but they're solid instead of graded. I do the very elaborate musical knock before I like at his front at his front entrance that lets him know that it's me. There's a pause. Then the sound of like glass bottles and cans. Then finally the door cracks open. Look, I'll get you your rent next week. Oh, hey, Serafina, what you doing? How do we developed this entire... Ele- do you teach everybody this? Yeah. Then why am I just not knock... Let me in. I mean, the people I don't teach it to are people I don't answer the door for. You teach your landlord your special knock? Jesus. Well, at first I didn't, and then they realized I wasn't opening the door, and... Look, it got me a week, alright? Like, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. What you gotta do is stop going to those fights and gambling all your money away. Want a potato? He just has a sack of, like a burlap sack of potatoes. For what? Throwing at your head? Or eating? I'm trying to be a host. (laughs) But fine. Me a drink, please. Oh, okay. So yeah, a potato. Yes, a potato in a different form. And pours you some vodka. Oh, thank you. I need this. You don't come down to the slums much. I haven't forgotten my roots. I know, but it's before noon. It, it's not like, look, we're we going to iron out a new set? Like, what's going on? No, this is bigger than just a set. Rossi Estate burned down last night. For a second, you think he's going to, like, set the vodka on the counter, and he just takes a pull from it instead. And currently, all of the Rossies are dead. Wait, we don't gotta worry about Serval? No, unfortunately, Serval is still kicking. But, with the rest of them gone, it makes me wonder, are they worth sticking around? What do you mean? I mean, the man I owe a debt to is dead. And the only reason that I got myself into this goddamn mess is the pursuit of power. Suit of their magical items, in fact, but all of those have gone up in flames as well, unfortunately. Lots of magic items don't burn. It's a good point. I could search some of the wreckage, see if I could find anything. But I think the bigger question is, you're asking about leaving. Yeah, the pursuit of power got you into this mess, but... Eh? We got a job when half of us ain't got one. And B... It sure seems like there's a big-ass hole to be filled. If they're easy enough to run away from, are they easy enough to run away at?